an alpha woman is essentially operating from masculine energy. They're operating from masculine energy out in the world, in the business world. And they are out there trying to conquer, make shit happen, make dreams happen. What they're really trying to do is ensure that they are never, ever hurt ever again. If they're the ones in control, if they're the ones doing it, if they're the ones making it happen, no one can hurt me. Mm -hmm. Love is the potential of being hurt. Love can heal you. Love can wound you. Love can hurt you. Love can love you. Love can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Love is the heart. The masculine is the mind. The heart is the feminine. Are you ready to uncover your highest purpose, passion, and potential in life? Then you should know the keys to achieving your heart's desires are already in you. Do you have a dream to get in better shape, heal relationships, or even create true financial freedom? Whatever it is, understand that the keys to achieving your heart's desires are already in you. If you're ready to unlock your greatest potential, erase limiting beliefs, and be guided on the journey of creating your dream life, then you're in the right place. This is The Higher Self with your host, Danny Morell. Hey friends, this week on The Higher Self, I'm telling you right now, I've never done a podcast as deep as this one. My friend Carol McCarran from the Love Soldiers podcast interviewed me and we go deep. We're talking about masculine, feminine, why the alpha female attracts the beta male, what happens in relationships, true connection, true opening. This is raw and real. And I'm going to tell you, you're in for a treat. So get ready for a powerful, powerful show and more unraveling within yourself. All right, everybody getting interviewed by Kara McCarran right now. Thought I would go live so that you guys can check it out, be a part of the conversation. And I'm sure it will be featured on her podcast and maybe even ours. So sit tight, relax. And just in case the live that we were planning for later today with my friend Seema has been moved to next Thursday, 4 p.m. Central to Pacific, 5 Eastern. If you guys want to listen in, this is an interview, a podcast with Kara McCarran. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and that's some fun. All right, let's go. Uh, so thank you. Honestly, like I said, I just found you on TikTok recently talking about alpha. So obviously, how did you take that? Because, you know, a lot of women, it, you know, it, it bothered a lot, but a lot get it though. So that's what I teach my women. And oh. that's why I was like, holy crap, men, because men talking about that is so important. It's not important just for us to be talking about that. So I'm the, the founder of the Love Soldier Army and I teach women how to get out of their heads and into their hearts to create a business that's actually gonna be fulfilling and not in hunter mode, in masculine. So when right. I saw that TikTok, I was like, goosebumps. I'm like, okay, somebody, you know, cause a lot of, t you're right, women get pissed when they hear that at first. And, and not I, all I, women. Especially coming from a man, like, you know, there, we'll get into that later, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, so I loved it. And it really, like, I literally saw the TikTok and then I reached out to immediately on Instagram and I'm like, I need to have this conversation because I think one of the things I say all the time is that people in their hearts don't fly airplanes into buildings. They don't put a knee on a man's neck till he dies. They don't sell kids for slavery. Like none of that shit happens when we're in our heart, period. Right. End of story. And I right. think the conversation can't just be women, you know, walk around, you know, in flow all the time. We have to have real conversations about it. And when I saw you have that take on it, because it's the same take as mine, I'm like, yes, this because men need to listen also. 
-hmm. And men will hear it from you. Women will hear it from me. And then together, I think, you know, I mean, I I still have a very altruistic Mm -hmm. idea of what our world can be like. I think we can cure the world with love. And one of the things you said, and we'll get into it now, love is zero. Like that's the starting point. And it's, it is. So if any of my audience hasn't heard of you yet, tell us a little bit, you know, I know you probably said it a thousand times, but give us a little snippet of your journey. I know you were in real estate, massively successful and sounds like somewhat unfulfilled. And then you became, you know, kind of got into your healing journey. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. In a nutshell, Danny Morell, born in New York, moved to California where my parents split up at the age of 13, stopped being a kid, became the adult literally driving us around illegally at 13, take my, my little brother to school, you know, parent teacher conferences, the whole thing and found real estate because I had a dream of buying my mother a home by the time I was 21. And I met with a real estate agent and asked them a little bit about the process, told me about it. And then I asked him the magic question, is there any money involved in this? And he said, yeah. And I go, well, can I participate? He goes, yeah, you know, why don't you come work for me? And I go, tell you what, I'm working Monday through Saturday now. I'd like to come and work on Sundays for you for free. I will work for free. Just teach me the business. And and I say that because to this day, like money is not like valuable to me, or at least not as valuable to me as knowledge and as the experience that you can gain from something, because then you can literally take that. You can make as much money as you want. Money is not the issue. The issue is people's relationship with themselves as a result, their relationship with money. We'll get into that later. Started a company from scratch, zero, no name brand, no national recognition, became number one real estate company in Southern California with 400 agents, a staff of 35, 1.1 billion in annual sales, about just shy of 40 million in actual revenue. And then we sold it. And we sold it because I knew deep in my heart long time ago, that's not what I was supposed to be doing. But I needed to, like I teach, master what I was doing in order to then graduate to something else. And I had started an event called Relentless. And that event featured a lot of, you know, awesome people. But when I started that event, I started my spiritual journey. And I started to really heal. And I started to really awaken to, you know, the truth about life, our existence, about what we are, about how beautiful and powerful we are. And I also started to realize that this word and this notion that you have to grind and constantly be hustling and working hard and, you know, going out there and making it happen is from the masculine, yep. not right or wrong. It's just from the masculine. Right. And then, you know, the, the feminine energy wants to like chill and relax and have a good time and enjoy and have people over and sit on the couch and, and this, and we are both, yep. right. We are both a little deep but we are taught that God is a man, which I'm sorry, is, is absolutely impossible because we are, we're both, we're, we're masculine and, and feminine, you know? Yep. And so when all of this started to happen, I started to realize like, you know, like even the word relentless, this event relentless, when you finally understand who you are, there's nothing to be relentless about. There's nothing to grind for you are. And from this space, you literally, you envision and you receive and money, abundance, love, health, happiness, joy, prosperity, all of it will just start flowing to you. And I started teaching people that people started to make a lot of money and get a lot happier and lose weight and heal their bodies. And here we are. Amazing. I could like, there's a, I mean, I already have a gajillion because I mean, this is the thing I love. And I, I was listening to your podcast just now, actually with Matt Labrie, 
the decoding. Okay. Yeah. And I was furiously writing and and you kept saying, well, like, I don't want to go too deep. I do want to go deep. I'm all into the woo woo. And I mean, like, you know, I just did uh, my human design a while ago and that's a huge, like my clients do it now, all that type of thing. You did some plant medicine. I want to talk your ear off about that. (laughs) So one of the, like, so tell us, I mean, I'm, this year is my year for to, I don't know that I'm going to meet up with mother ayahuasca yet, but I'm definitely psilocybin is the thing I'm looking most forward to. So tell us about like, Cause that's, you know, I feel like there's the mindset work, you know, we do that, we kind of get it into our emotions, but then there's this next level of healing that it kind of just requires plant medicine. I feel like, tell me a bit about that journey, what your first experience was, and then what came out of it. I would agree. I would agree. I'll tell you what happened. I was in a deeply miserable place Hmm. to the outside world. Everybody thought I had it all. Inside, I was living a lie. And when I say a lie, I mean a complete lie in that I was unhappy in my marriage. I was unhappy in myself. I was, my body was massively swollen due to Mm -hmm. the swelling in my emotions. You know, I just wasn't fulfilled. And I was afraid to find out why. And when I finally just said like, you know, I'm going nowhere and I'm getting there really, really fast. I need some help. It just came to me and a, a retreat came to me that featured sitting with Mother Aya And, you know, I'm going to be perfectly honest with all of you and with all of you, my audience. When I first heard of ayahuasca, it was 10 years prior to that. Yep. Got it. And immediately, because I was so indoctrinated by religion and by church, immediately I was like, nope, that's the devil. I'm never doing that. Like, that's that evil shit. No, no way. And I would even talk badly about my friends who who did ayahuasca. I was like, nope, never, never doing that, whatever. And I finally was in a place in my life where I was like, if I don't do this, I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm questioning everything right now, right? I'm questioning everything right now. And sure enough, the minute I saw my friend and his smile, he had a new smile on his face that I never saw before on his face. And and I said, what what did you do? He said, ayahuasca. And I said, sign me up. up. I'm in. I went, changed my life. Where Where did you go? Went to Costa Rica. You went to Rhythmia or? Something called One Heart. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And uh, changed my life forever. Hmm. So much so I went back again and I went back again. And now we host them. We take groups as well all the time. But then I found out about psilocybin mushrooms. And I will tell you, Mother Aya is like the mother of all the medicines. Right. Right. She works on your heart, on your soul. You know, I'm literally, I'm touching myself here because that's literally like, it's like all of this comes out and like, you purge it and you heal. Right. And then the mushrooms, the teachers is what they're called that I feel to me and and in the ceremonies that we do and have participated in is more of the mental, the, I like to think of it like the subconscious belief patterns that you have. And so I sat a bunch of time with the mushrooms as well. And those are the two, those are the two there's more, but those are the two. Yeah. And I think, you said in that the episode that I listened to that it's becoming mainstream, or at least we're talking and, you know, I mean, our reticular activating system is always going to find what we're hearing. And I hear I mean, I literally probably everybody I know has done it. So mm-hmm. it feels mainstream. But I, I think there's still a lot of people um, asleep, right in the matrix, feeling like this is just the lot in life and all that. So one of the things that I'm always curious about when I talk to other mentors, coaches and healers is because a lot of people ask, like, how do you protect yourself from now? 
you mostly don't attract it. But let's just say outside of you, there's negativity, there's social media, there's all these things. How do you personally kind of keep yourself in check energetically? Yeah. So the strongest and most direct message that I can give your audience is the following. You are not a victim. Correct. Yep. And if you're not a victim, then what are you? You are the creator. You are the creator of your circumstance. Mm. You have been taught, you have been brainwashed, you have been fed, you have been continuously programmed to think as a victim because a victim needs a savior. A victim needs a government. A victim needs someone to tell them how to live, which quite frankly, as a human being, when you are in victim mode, it's much easier for someone to tell you and show you what you need to do with your life. Because when you're in a victim mode, what you really are is you're in the energy of fear. Yeah. Yep. So I say that. So with that said, if you're there, <laughs> I can go off. Let can, it out. I know it, that's a problem when you get two people just, like us together. It's yeah. like, it was just like, I was at the gym today, you know, yeah. and this is for all of you pay attention. I don't watch TV. I don't own a TV. I never will. I was at the gym today and I was walking by and it was like the view, you know, the mm. show view, which like, don't ever watch that show ever. Don't toxic. ever. Watch that it's show. so toxic. It's so toxic. It's, it's, but then you gotta, if you watch it, watch it from the eyes of awareness, mm. start paying attention to what they're saying, doing, and the subliminal messages that they're giving you. So it's like, I happen to walk by and I just like glanced up at the gym and I saw the view. I was like, Oh, I'm not watching. And then the screen goes to the audience and the audience is all clapping. And guess what? The audience all has mm. masks. Yep. And I'm like, we, we still doing this? Is this, is this a thing? Is this actually a thing? Yeah, I was like, I thought this was over. I thought yep. this was over, but you see, they don't want you to know it's over because they're the ones that started it. And they're, so when you're a creator, you avoid stuff like that, right? So yep. to answer your question, if you're truly the creator of your circumstance, then you cannot allow outside influence to right. influence your life. And as a result, you decide, you decide what your boundaries are, right? Right. Your mom doesn't decide that for you. Your dad doesn't decide that for you. Your race doesn't decide that for you. Your ethnicity doesn't decide that for you. Your sex, your gender, none of that. All of that is separation. Separation is darkness. Love is light. And so when you love yourself enough, you decide what your boundaries are. You decide what you watch. You decide what you listen to. You decide who you hang out with. You decide who you sleep with. Yeah. Very important. Yep. We're going to get into that. You decide the food that you eat. You decide everything. And based off of those boundaries, certain people, certain energies, certain things come into your life. And some you don't even mess with. Like the things that most human beings mess with. I'm sorry. I love you. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Right. Because I don't allow it in. Right. I used to allow it in. And that's what had me massively overweight, making a lot of money, but spending a lot of money. Right. Hooked on things that men are hooked on, like pornography and all kinds of stupid shit. And once I finally decided to go deep within my heart and soul and heal myself, you're free. You just go. It's sovereignty. You have sovereignty. Sovereignty. And sovereignty cannot be controlled. Right. And I think, so I just want to touch on a couple of things there that you said. So I get my nails done because I, a girl and I like it and it makes me feel in flow. And when I go there, they always have, I'm in Toronto and they have something called CP24 on. And all of the nail salons pretty much have this stupid fucking, pardon my expression, not really pardon it, but this news thing. And it's like, I will, I intentionally take my earphones and I plug in and I'm making sure I'm listening to meditation music, whatever. And it's like, I literally, when you said the mask thing, they took the mandates off about a week ago. 
I haven't worn one in months, but no one else needs to now officially. Right. I'm not kidding you, Danny. I was the only person in a room of 10 with my mask off. That's it. Like, you know, and I try, I do have conversations and I'll say, just out of curiosity, why are you still wearing the mask? Well, cause I mean, I have a person and there's, you know, might get sick. And I said, but this, you know, you're following the science. It's always a science. And I think COVID, and I don't want to get into this with you, really opened, a, it woke a lot of people up to what's being fed. A lot of people realize, hey, I hate my job and there's an alternative. And I think it's beautiful. But when you think about sovereignty over a man or a woman, when it comes to, you know, government outside forces, what's your take on it? Like, I know you kind of went into it, but there are people who are afraid to like look up, right? They prefer to keep their head down and do the thing. When you decided or you felt it was time to look up and go, okay, this shit ain't right. What was that moment? I know you talked about your mom passing. Was that really kind of the entry point into like, I need to change my shit around here or else? Or was there something else that came up where you decided enough was enough? No, open my eyes. If I'm honest, it's like, as I share my story, by the way, I I truly appreciate your energy, your intensity, the questions. I'm loving this, by the way. (laughs) You feel my vibe. (laughs) Yeah, I really do. So many people ask me when it happened for me. And I remember I used to say it happened when my, my mom passed away. But if I'm honest, it happened even prior to that. Because from a very early age, I wanted one thing. And that was the truth. I just wanted the truth. I looked around and I was really young and I looked around. I would see what everybody else was doing. And I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, I would be like, okay, well, anyways, I'll just keep doing whatever. You know, I just wasn't ready yet. Right. And I'll tell you when things really changed for me, it all had to do with religion for me. Now, I am going to be very gentle with this because I love humanity enough to know that they're on their journey. And I don't want to make anybody's journey, my journey or my journey, anybody's. But I will say this, when the real estate market crashed in 2008, I was in multi-level marketing. And when I was in that multi-level marketing, I was a part of this group and this guy made a lot of money. I was still young back then, right? This guy made a lot of money, right? Millions per month. And, you know, when you're in the masculine, that's all you think about. Money, money. So I can buy cars. I can have things, right? You know, and so I was in that energy. That was me. So what was my goal in life was to make a lot of money, you know? And anyhow, I noticed that attached to his desire to make money was God. Okay. Or at least the notion of God, religion, Christianity, right? And the two worked hand in hand together, which for at the time, somebody like me who was a Christian, I was like, wow, this is kind of cool, you know? And so like he would give his talks and he'd talk about God and blah. I was like, yeah, you know, this was really, really awesome. Until one day I stopped making money in the organization. I've never told the story, by the way. I stopped making money. And so I decided to myself, well, MLM, you're supposed to have passive income. I'm going to look somewhere else. I'm going to look, you know, see if there's another company. When I did that, the company shut me off. Wow. True story. Shut myself off, my mom off, my brother off, all of us, all of our money gone. One shot. Not to mention the market had crashed. So I went from making like living in this big house, so forth and so on, to making like a thousand dollars a month. I could barely afford to live. I could barely afford to do anything. Wow. That happened. I thought, well, no worries. I'll just have a conversation with my friend Brig. That was his name. And, you know, I'm all in with him. He's all in with me. He loves God. I love God. He'll, you know, he'll help me. He'll back us up and don't worry. I'll fix this guys. This is me talking to my family. 
I want to, hey, how are you? Listen, seems to be some understanding. They shut my money off, whatever the case may be. You know, could you please help? Never heard from him ever again. And so that was the first time that I thought like, you know, like God is really important when you were using him to make money. But then when real love is supposed to be expressed, where, what? And from that moment forward, I kind of stopped going to church. Mm. And from that moment forward, you know, granted, and they'll say it was because I was mad or yeah, yeah, rightfully so. I was mad. Mm -hmm. I was mad. And, but at the same time, I started to ask a lot of questions. So when my mom passed away, the way she passed away, those questions got even deeper for me. Yep. Even deeper for me. And nothing no longer made sense. Nothing added up. And I went further and further seeking the truth. And that's when ayahuasca fell on my lap. And that's when the rest is history. Mm. I love it. And I love the origin stories. And the the cool part about, I think, origin stories is they shift as we grow. Like you said, it was originally your mom. And then now it's something before that. And I think it's beautiful, I think, to just be able to like witness that, witness that shift for you and saying, you know what, maybe it actually wasn't this thing. It was a bit before that. So if I can tell you what it really was. Yeah because I, I did this in a journey. If the zero is love for all of us as human beings, yeah. then above that is a masculine yep. and a feminine, right? Look at that, feminine, yep. masculine, right? Look at love, look at the infinity symbol. The middle, right. is, the middle is the heart, the middle is love, the middle is connection between, between the yin and the yang, the future, the past, the male and the female, right? What started to happen to me was I started to unravel everything in the masculine and everything in the feminine that was keeping me, everything that was guarding my heart and everything that was guarding my mind, keeping me from that center point, from discovering who I really am. I didn't, I just didn't realize it started to happen even before the thing with my mom. Right. So let's talk a little bit about the masculine and feminine. I mean, this could go on for days. Good. I'm here. Well, By the way, for all of our Instagram, Kara, can you send me this afterwards? And I, can I 100%. I put this on my show as well. Amazing. I deeply we'll have a full interview that. on the show. Okay. So if it's okay, I'll tell you a really quick story how I found this work. So then I want to hear your take on this. And I'm yeah. going to brace myself because I know it's going to be juicy. But long story short, I was in business for eight years with my ex-husband. We had a multiple six-figure company, blah, blah, blah. Nothing super impressive, but it was, we did, you know, what we did. And I was so miserable. I'd started looking to personal development. I did a lot of, I've done a lot of events, Tony Robbins, Byron Katie, a whole bunch of stuff. And it wasn't until I was single at one point, and I'm single again because he and I have two feminine energies that just, there's no polarity. But at the time, I couldn't meet a guy. I kept attracting these feminine energy guys. And I'm like, people are telling me I'm successful. I'm cute. Okay. I'm funny. What the fuck is the problem? Why can't I meet a man's man? And so I went into the work and I went deep into the work. And that's when I launched this podcast three years ago. And I started talking to my daughters. I have four daughters. Three of them are grown. One is 12. And I just started talking to them like they're in my business. There was no mommy love. There was no, and by the way, just to reiterate to the audiences, mothers are some of the most masculine energy beings on planet earth, make no mistake, because we have it in our head. If we don't get shit done, kids will die. And that's the truth, right? And so we have to be. So I couldn't attract a masculine energy because here I am and I'm, you know, I talk how I talk, but I had my proverbial dick in my hand and no man wants to compete with my penis if they have a penis. So I went into the work. And it's a journey, 
right? Because I'm an alpha woman, but I definitely love the feeling of being able to settle into my feminine and I'm always learning. So tell me your beautiful take on all of that. And that's why I teach women about it because how many times have you heard, I can't meet a good man or good men don't like strong? Bullshit. We're competing for alpha and that's where the problems begin. So let's hear it, Danny. <laughs> There's so much. Number one, the, let's talk about women. Yes. And all of you who are listening who don't like to hear a man speaking about women, that's called a womb. Yeah. Because ultimately, I'm your brother, my sister, and ultimately, I am you and you are me. Mm-hmm. So whenever you react emotionally or negatively to a man speaking about a woman, please know that that is coming from a wound and that is coming from a wound that the system loves to keep opening. Do you know why? Because the more that you're operating from your wound, the less that you're operating from your true power, which is your heart. Yep. That's why. And in order to ever hop into and ever find your heart, it takes you having the courage to let go of that wound and that story that you've been living from for your entire life since it was first created, probably by a man, mm-hmm. probably by the man that should have loved you and honored you and protected you and guided you the most, which was your father. So I understand that the wound is deep. I've been there. I've held women's hair up as they puked and puked and puked into buckets during so This is what real love is. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what real love is. This is what it, it feels like to be with a brother. This is what it feels like to be with a safe man when you're in your most vulnerable and he's got you. And I would only expect that you would have me in the same way, you know? So now that we got that out of the way, Let's talk about the dynamics and relationship here. What was happening is that you as an alpha woman, please don't get, I'm just. Listen, I, this is the, I'm, this is what I'm signing up for. I can't. I'm talking, to you. I'm talking about the audience. Oh. See this group. Well, they're, they're used to my sass. So they'll. Right. they'll so <laughs> my audience over here is like, is, you know, they might be tripping. They can just say alpha, whatever. I'm just going to do what I do. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Here's what I guarantee all of you. I guarantee all of you. Go sit in three ayahuasca ceremonies, then come back and tell me if I'm wrong. Right. Come back and tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Anyways, an alpha woman, right? An alpha woman is essentially operating from masculine energy. They're operating from masculine energy out in the world, in the business world. And they are out there trying to conquer, make shit happen, make dreams happen. What they're really trying to do is ensure that they are never, ever hurt ever again. If they're the ones in control, if they're the ones doing it, if they're the ones making it happen, no one can hurt me. Mm -hmm. Love is the potential of being hurt. Love can heal you. Love can wound you. Love can hurt you. Love can love you. Love can do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Love is the heart. The masculine is the mind. The heart is the feminine. And so energetically, when a woman is the alpha woman, right? She is out there and she is in an energy that can only attract the opposite, which is a feminine man, a beta man, Yep. because that feels safe. Ladies, you're going to hate me for this one. (laughs) That's why some of us have such little dogs because the dog can never hurt you. And it's so small that you can control it. And you think it's cute putting it in your purse and doing all these things. But ultimately what it is showing is, is that you're really afraid because if you wanted a dog to protect you, you'd have a big protection. Where's dog. my husky? Wow. So 
we'll, we'll keep going here. We'll yeah, keep yeah, going. keep going. So now what happens is, is at the beginning, an alpha woman gets a beta, beta male. A beta, an alpha woman is a woman in a masculine energy. A beta male is a male in a feminine energy. He's the nice guy. He's the guy that learned, like, don't ever rub anybody the wrong way. Don't, you know, like, let's just keep it safe. He's not in his masculine. He's not a fully emotionally developed man. Right. Okay. So what happens is after a while, for a little bit, like, oh, this is awesome. Yay. We love each other. Right. Whatever. Okay. Let's get married. Let's get married. Whatever. All, everything is fantastic. Beautiful. And then about a year in you go, oh shit, what did I do? Because an alpha woman will always lose vitamin R with a beta male. Do you know what that is? No. Respect. Okay. Oh, I like that. Will never, ever respect a beta male. True. She can control him. That's it. A woman doesn't want to control. A woman wants to be ravaged. A woman mm-hmm. wants to be taken. A woman wants to let go. Yep. Of the act of sex. Think of it. Just well, really yeah. Like before you move on from that, our bodies, your body are designed to receive. Uh, yes, your body receives the male gifts. That's it. You've got to be yep. open to receiving. Right. right. Yeah. Be- open to receiving and for in order for you to truly receive true love your heart has to be open yes right yep. because even in the act of sex what happens you can be in that masculine energy you will never find fulfillment nope you will never find fulfillment. and this is why some women even have a hard time orgasm right if you have a hard time orgasming what's truly happening is there's a wounding inside there's an energetic blockage that is not allowing your body yeah, actually just fulfill and express. And the same thing that happens down there is the same thing that happens up here with people. It's the same thing that happens here with people. It's the same thing that happens here with people. It's right. the same thing that happens here with people. You are energy. Yep. That's it. It's telling you what is going right and what is going wrong. You've never been taught this because you've been so busy listening to people tell you how to live your life and that you have to wait for the savior is someday coming. I'm letting you know right now, the savior is you. Yep. I am. Um, thank on, you for that. On. Oh, there's more. Giddy oh, it gets deeper. Sweating. Okay, good. Go deep, baby. <laughs> now, ready? Yeah. Now there's the opposite. Yes. Then there's the beta woman who's fully in her feminine who gets attracted to like the bad boy, like the, the guy, right? That this is the, the rich, the macho. This, this was me, by the way. Right. This is the I'm the man. I make millions of dollars. Look at my car. Look at how much money. Look at my bling on social media. Check me out, everybody. So forth and so on. Right. So there we had this polarity, and now we have this polarity. Right. Right. You know what? This was me and my ex-wife, by the way. 100 percent God bless her. Right. And it all came from I'm not a bad man. I was just I was wounded. Right. Right. So you come in, oh yeah, life is great. You get married, everything. Okay, all of a sudden, one year in, you go, what the hell did we do? That's what me and her did. Because what's happening is people are attracting people from the mind, not the heart. Yep. This is not your soulmate. Some of you are in relationships right now. You think you're with your soulmate. You already know. I said that and the spirit is telling you, you already know the answer, don't you? Right. You already know the answer. And so what's happening is, This woman will eventually lose, listen very carefully, vitamin T with an alpha male. You know what that is? Trust. Trust. You got it. Because she is not the desire of his heart. Right. Money, power, success, 
fame, authority, fancy cars, Louis Vuitton's freaking bag, the sunglasses, the show is the desire of his heart. He will always be chasing that show and you will always be in the house and you'll never be happy because you haven't found yourself and he'll never be happy because he is always chasing. Right. Is that it? There's more. (laughs) Okay, go for it. You're the best. (laughs) This is deep shit right now. Uh, This is, is, you know know what? This is like, I should save this teaching. I should save this for my seminar. I'm going to say this is coaching for your audience. 1000%. Straight up coaching. I don't know about you, but since I got into this work and it's been years and it just keeps compounding, but I I can't do superficial conversations. Like I've had a friend, one of my best friends, and she's come around now. She's a Reiki master, a Reiki practitioner, but she's like, can't you just have a fucking superficial conversation? I was like, no, I can't. Like if there's an inkling of something you're unhappy with, I want to go deep. Like what's the point otherwise? Um, Ready? Here we go. I'm ready. So then there's this, and then there's this. Yes. It's all coming from wounding. Right. It's all coming from the mind, right? The alpha woman says, oh, I want someone safe, right? Yeah. The bigger woman says, oh, I want someone powerful to take care of me, whatever the case may be. It's all a show Yeah. that the world has created to tell you what you think you want. Right. You know what you want. And now here comes the third level. When an alpha or a beta woman heals. Mm. When she discovers the goddess within her, Mm. when she understands that she is both and there is nothing wrong with being both. She had a mother. She had a father. That means she is masculine Mm. and she's feminine. And she learns to heal and harness both of those. Then she is fully in her divine feminine combined with her masculine she is now a goddess. This is a process. This is a woman that these are these women. You just walk around them and you're just like, I just want to bow. Like, I just, I honor you. Like you get it. You're not trying. Listen, women, I'm going to look, I know you don't like this. I'm going to tell you straight out. You're so busy on Instagram, showing me your boobs, showing me your butt, showing like taking the pictures in front of the fancy cars of the, my energy. I can't be with you. Right. Because what am I thinking? I'm thinking, damn, am I going to be your photographer? Is that what I'm going to be? For the, like, is that going to be my role? Because that ain't me. But it's the same thing with a woman. Like a woman should like, look, start looking. And you think you're looking at success from a guy because he's on a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. The really successful guy won't show you any, of that, any of that shit because he doesn't need it. Right. His success is within him. Mm-hmm. His success is within his heart. He could probably afford to buy 10 Ferraris if he wants to, but he doesn't need any of it. He feels stupid having it because he found himself. Right. He found that he is both masculine and feminine. He is connected to his heart. He is loving in nature. He is masculine. He can build a company. He can make millions of dollars and he can love you. And that shit, forget about it. Firework. That's it. That's what you want. You know what it's going to take for you to get it though? Courage. Mm-hmm. Courage. Yeah. And step out of yourself and disconnect yourself from all the shit that the world is trying to teach you and from everything that is being programmed inside of you. And you must go find your heart. Well, that's the show, everybody. Thank you Hang for coming. <laughs> when you find your heart, and when you find your heart, listen to me carefully, all of you, because I know you want love. I want love too. We all want it. 
But when you find your heart, you will finally realize that when you were looking for the one outside of you, the one was you the entire freaking time. And when you finally discover that one inside of you, you and your heart will attract the one outside of you. And boom, you will attract your soulmate. No dating apps needed. You're the magnet. You're the one. I'm scared to talk. I'm away too much now. Come to my event to learn more. I'm just like. And I'm going to be there too. Okay. And I'll be, we'll do a fireside chat, Danny and I, and you can listen to us both because apparently we both have a lot to say. Thank you for that. Like, yeah, literally. I mean, that's everything. Like that's everything. And there's honestly not much more to say. That was like, and I find it when you're talking about in relationships and I want to talk a bit more about that, but in relationships, I often say to my female clients, like, we have to dip in first before, like, if you're in a relationship and the man is in his feminine and you've learned this work and you're like, yeah, I really need to get into my feminine. I'm going to take that journey. Oftentimes, if you first of all, don't allow him to even be a part of the conversation, he's like, what is she doing? Like, and then there's this major lack of polarity, but it's like confusion for the man. But Women have to, and it's, I don't know if back down is the right word. It's the word that I'm called to use right now, back down. And just so it's like a surrender to ourselves first. And when you start to surrender as a woman and you start to surrender into the feminine and just get connected to like our, you know, our vaginas, our yonis, everything. Once you start to like really understand all of it, we are more powerful than anything. We make people. Women make humans, don't women... But you see, women are being taught to be so mad. I know. And it's we burn out. Yes. So that you can go burn out. I'm sorry. So you can die early and right. sick. Right. And it's, we I can't, people. we can't You're do both. Mother Earth. That's it. Go take your freaking heels off. Go ground. Go yeah. do what our ancestors did. Right. Go shut that TV off. Go shut the phone off. Play in the rain. Play in nature. Rain. Play with yes. the moon. Like, go get away. It's so, I just like, I love these conversations so much because so many women, we like, here's what's real about it, Danny, is we feel it. All of everything, we feel it, but we're indoctrinated into not feeling it, thinking it. Yes. But like a baby, you know, a six-year-old girl knows it's right to take her feet and put them on the earth. She knows that. But by the time she's 13, she's got to wear. And I mean, listen, I still like the nice stuff. I've like watches and I I, all that shit, but I'm not, it's not in spite of myself. It's like, and I actually don't like high heels. They're I'm after COVID it's barefoot for me all day. But yeah, I just, I love it because I think a lot of women need permission, right? (laughs) They need permission from, I've never shown my feet on my podcast before. That was the first. We're doing this. But it's beautiful because no matter what you and I believe and we know we feel and we do all the things, women still need permission a lot of times from the men to say it's okay to dip into the feminine. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't agree with it, it, but it is the truth. A lot of women still feel that way. But yes, hit me up. Go. See, you attract what you feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to give anybody permission. No, I I agree. Totally. I don't want to give anybody permission. I don't. I am no one to know to no one to give them anything but safety and space and mm-hmm. and, and and take care. I, like you see, it's it's like this whole concept like of hey honey, do you mind if I go on vacation with my friends? I, who, who am I to t- who am I right? Who am I to tell you what to do? Do you want to go on vacation with your friends? I'll 
pay for everybody. I'll pay, go for us. You go live your life. Right. Right. I am not like the guardian of, of where you choose to invest your time and energy. And by the way, neither are you of mine. Right. Because we don't need each other. We want each other. When you need someone, that's because you haven't discovered you're not full, right? You are not full, right? When you are full, right? And you have found yourself and you have healed. You don't need anybody. You find yourself. I don't need anybody to go to dinner. I go to dinner by myself. Those are the best dates sometimes, the solo dates. I like them. Just do me. Yeah. Bring anybody to travel with, I go by myself. I actually did travel for the first time last year by myself. Like I said, I'm 46 and I had never done it. I had kids young. You. And I went to Sedona, which is like the best place to go by yourself. And it was an incredible awakening. And I think that when you said, I don't, you don't need my permission. No. And then the flip side to that is a lot of women will be like, I don't need a man to tell me what to do. And then they go to that extreme other where they're, you know, they're just, Listen, I fully, I was a single mom. I really did teach all my girls, never depend on a man for safety, never depend on a man for fucking money, anything until I came to this work. And I was like, girls, mommy taught you the wrong thing. I have to undo it. Because how beautiful, Kara, think about it. And you guys mark my word when she shows up, you will see how I treat her. And and by the way, like I'm not even, I'm just, I'm saying like, how, how beautiful is it? For a woman to feel comfortable enough within herself and within the space that has been created with her man to where all of that conversation is gone, gone, it's gone. It's no more of this. I don't need a man or, but you know what? Take me, I'm yours. Mm. And as a result, the man, see, that's letting go. That takes courage. That's real femininity. Right? And as a result, the man goes, baby, I got you. There's yeah. nothing you will ever need to worry about. So that, see, you're smiling just because you know the woman, the, right? That's the it. Family, yeah. That's it. That's the magic. It is. The magic, it's so right? great. Like, who doesn't want that? Kara, now do you understand my life's work? Ditto. This so is sister. my life's, my life's work is when I came out of ceremony, I thought, oh my God, like humans, they don't understand. That's why I created my events. That's why I do what I do. Because it's yeah. like, I want to help people understand how beautiful life can be. I want them to see that they can make millions of dollars a year, but you got to heal that relationship with money. But you yep. got to heal the relationship with yourself. I want to show them that they can be healthy, but you got to heal that relationship with food, but you first got to really feel that relationship with yourself. I want to show them that they can be happily in love. You first got to heal that relationship with others. And to do that, you first have to heal your relationship with self. Yeah, you are the one that draws it all in. It all starts with it does. It, and our souls know, intrinsically, we know, we know what I know, you know, we know where like that knowingness, the oneness, it's you for me, I close my eyes and I'm in it. Yeah, it's, it's and it take and I don't, you know, it's sometimes I think and I always sort of ask myself, like when we've done a lot of this work, we intellectually know it, we teach it all the things, right. And sometimes I feel like I don't want to make it look as simplistic as we sometimes do, because it is a long ass journey. I've been on this journey for a decade. And it's even still the form of a woman that I am now I'm newly single, like newishly single. And I'm now I'm really coming into trusting my feminine divinity 
even though I talk about it all day, that's fascinating to me that I'm the masculine for my clients and I still have to check myself, right? right? Even though I could write 10 books on it, it's still getting connected to that piece. So all my notes don't even matter because we just went on a riff and that's what I love about this shit. I made it authentic and real. I know it's beautiful. And then, and Kara, and and I'm going to say this. Yeah. And I'm speaking as a man now who wants used business for self gain. It's so beautiful to get to a space where what you do for business is truly helping others, you know? Yeah. And this is for everybody. This is what I don't believe anybody should be poor. I don't believe anybody should ever lack from money because money is just a reflection of you, right? And if you are truly in your essence, you've discovered who you are and you're, you're helping people by writing a book, by cooking a meal, by creating a crystal, by, by doing whatever you do, then there should be no shame or no guilt in the fact that you can be blessed financially with that. And then when you do that, you're able to bless other people right? and you're able to do what your heart desires for you to do. And that's why like I created Awaken. I know without a shadow of a doubt, it's going to be 20,000 people in auditoriums because it's nothing having to do with money. It's about like, right. it's impact. is in a space where it is ready to heal. And as great as this conversation is, then they're hearing it, mm-hmm. they feel it, yep. feel it for it to actually happen, you know, yep. for that transformation for their energy to change. And that's why, you know, for your audience, I want to invite you guys just go to dannymorell.com backslash discover. I don't know when you'll see this, but on Monday, yes. Okay. On Monday, we've got 3000 people now joining us for a session, a healing session, Yep. but we're going to, that's going to be recorded and people can continue watching it so that they can at least taste it, right? Taste it. And they go, Oh my gosh. And then from there, if they want more, then they can come spend three days with us at Awaken and come, you know, yeah. come to work with us, basically. Yeah, I signed up for that as well. Like, and I think that's so a lot of my audience, they're coaches and they're so the way that we talk about it is the way I talk about it, if you follow your passion, the money will show up. And really what that translates to is if you're in service and I did, we've both done the other thing that we could, you could spin it that we were helping people. Sure. In real estate, sure. you were helping but it's not the same. It was about me. It was about me. Yeah. And I think that's truly the thing. A lot of times coaches like, you know, they get caught up and there's so many coaches, there's so many, this, there's only one Danny Morrell. There's only one Kara McCarran, but there's a lot to be done. There's a lot of healing that is required in our world right now. And I think the more we talk about it, the more, you know, deep we get, like, I'm not shy about going deep. You're not shy about going deep. And I think it's always beautiful to see you could say one little thing, they could see one little seminar of yours, they could see one little podcast of mine, and one thing will click different for them. And then all of a sudden, their generation, their family, their legacy is radically different. You mentioned a little bit about on the other podcast, sorry to Matt, I'm totally taking all of his shit that he said to you, but it was so good about sort of ancestral and lineage trauma and you didn't go too far into it. I'm inviting you to talk a little bit more about your thoughts on that. I've had some healing done recently and she just said, Kara, for many, many lifetimes, you've been a priestess and that feels so good. And she said, I I saw your children around you and your mother and your grandmother, and you're really in the center of it, helping them heal. And I really feel that. So talk a bit about like your experience around maybe past lives, ancestral 
trauma, like anything that's speaking to you to talk about, go for it. Yeah. Well, you know, not only your soul, but your body, you know, you, me, we've all been here before. Yep. Some of you, you have lower back pain, you have hip pain, you have shoulder pain, you have neck pain, you have headaches, you have all of these things. What no one has told you is you're holding on to grief, you're holding on to drama. And for many of you, it's from past lives, things that happened that you're still holding on to that I believe if you're here in this conversation right now, uh, spirit is inviting you to take a step towards healing, you know, because you look, I will say this, there's a lot of people that call themselves healers. Like, there's a lot mm -hmm. of people that call themselves conscious. There's a lot of people that call themselves coaches. I'm going to tell you a little hint, anything that anyone that calls themselves anything, like don't call yourself it, just be right. Just be yourself, you know, and just offer your gift to the world is what I'd like to say. And so I feel like this is safe energy for people, you know? And so, yeah, so I have done quite a bit of work and I will say something else. And this is why at my event awaken, I do a cord cutting because mm. many of us, you know, in this lifetime, we've had sexual encounters with a lot of partners Yep. and those partners, every time that you do that, that energy and that cord is still connected. So for many of us, we can't move on to find our soulmate until we go through a period of celibacy mm -hmm. you know, and we, and we disconnect that. Like I, source, I remember one night it was very clear, very, very clear. A source said, yep, no sex for you right now. Like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want that. Why? I'm Why? Saying, Why? I was like, nope. And that's what it was about for me. It was about for me preparing, you know, and, and cutting all of those cords, even casually that I didn't even remember. And it was so interesting during this, this period that I'm still in, it's like it would come to my memories, like people. And I'm like, whoa. And I would just go into my prayer and I would do my meditation. I would cut that cord. I would send them away with love. And we yeah. teach people to do this at, at Awaken because it's really important. I, so when you talk about cord cutting, I recently heard somebody talk about it where you cut it, but then you gently pull it as well. Because if you're just cutting it, you're cutting it. But if you pull it out and then release it, there's an even deeper healing that happens. And that maybe that's just a feminine energy thing that felt really good because I thought I could cut it, but then it's they're still anchored in me and him. So if mm. I'm pulling it out and then I release it, it felt it feels a little bit more, I don't know, something. It's feminine energy. So who are your mentors? Who are the people that taught you? or brought you or whatever, who are your mentors? Who are the people that you think, oh, those are some cool people I listen to? Now or in the past? In the beginning, when you first got started. Spirituality? Yeah, like with, you know, personal development, spirituality, food even. Like anybody sticks out that you kind of, because a lot of times it, it is like one podcast somebody hears and they're like, oh, that's interesting. And then off they go. Was there anything that you heard or an event you maybe went to or you just got lucky? <laughs> no, no, it's not that. It's that I'm just not, how could I say it? It's, at least for my life, it's very few. I don't really, I kind of get my downloads my there. Oh, and then I, you know, my brother, George, who I'm going to go see in Greece here. I'll be in, actually in Greece next week, a week and a half or something like that. But my brother, George is, you know, food wise, the one who has helped me, you know, with that. But in terms of spirituality, you know, there's only one guy out there. There's only one. Here's the problem, Kara. The problem is when you go to a lot of seminars and you do a lot of this work, most of the people are trying to point you to them. And the deeper and deeper you go, the more you realize that no one needs you. They need themselves. And any true, true 
person who is healed will fully understand that. So Eckhart Tolle is one of them, his books. I'm drawing a blank right now. Eckhart Tolle is one, you know, out there in like the seminar space, Mm. the only one that I would recommend is Joe Dispenza. I can't wait to go to his retreat. Because he is a man, you will feel this very, very quickly. He doesn't need you to need him. He needs you to meet you. And, And I would like to think that hopefully people if they don't feel that from me, that I am developing into, that's who I want to be for mm-hmm. humanity. You know, I, I don't, I have worked on eliminating all of the need for like fame or for, uh, I don't need any of that. Like, and I'm talking Kara energetically, like that was my life's desire was to be famous. I remember the day when I came home from a run and I was listening to Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth. And I was like, wait a minute, I no longer need to be famous. I was like, wait a minute, then what do I need? I, full on panic attack. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm Kara. Oh, I, mean, I believe you. I believe you. Hold on, like, because it's it's a realization that like everything right. you once wanted, you no longer want. So then, what do you want? Right. That's a scary moment. Yeah. That's a scary moment. And so, what I now want is just to help as many people get into the beauty of what life's true essence is really all about. And when they discover themselves, they will realize that all along, everything they've ever wanted, they had within, and they can attract from within. Yeah. And I made the note that. The question was, do you think some coaches, et cetera, are dangerous? And I fully do. Like, there's a lot of really toxic shit out there right now. Uh, There's a a lot of, you know. I mean, I'll give you a case in point. Yeah. You know, I recently saw someone, big influencer, big name. Let me be careful. I don't want to speak negatively. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to leave it alone. You sure? Yeah, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone just because if I feel to leave it alone, I need to honor that. And I just just need to send that person and love. What I will say is this, I will say that someone who's at peace with themselves doesn't need to constantly show you that they're successful, right? Man or woman, right? And someone who's not at peace with themselves is constantly seeking your approval through their supposed success, right? And if you really start paying attention, you'll really start paying attention to what we as human beings do to ourselves, Mm -hmm. literally, physically to our bodies because we're insecure and because we haven't fully accepted ourselves. And so when you're looking at a celebrity or an influencer or whatever, and they're talking to you about confidence, and as a man, you can tell that they're injecting themselves with some things. And like, that's one thing right there. Don't ever tell me, you know, God, and you're, you're doing harmful things to your body. You, right. you, you don't even know your mind. Yeah, is it's, really- it's so tangled up though, isn't it? It's so tangled up because it's easy because the, the conversation about God has been taken off as far away from the heart as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's all masculine. And in the masculine, you can feel proud about the fact that you know, or that you did, or that you, and it could be covered up and to made look however you want to make it look. Yeah. Up here. Yeah. If it was here, your life would show that it was here. Yeah. I mean, I always tell my kids like confident people don't walk around going, I'm confident. Like they just are. People that are in flow don't walk around. I'm in flow. They just are. Right. So, well, that's, I mean, I would love to have you back on if you ever want to come back on. You are forever. You're fun. What's that? You're fun. Thank you. Good. Okay. So quickly. So where can people find you? And if I'm, so I'm not vaccinated, so I'm kind of locked into Canada and locked out of the U.S., but hopefully that will shift soon because I, what's that? I'm not going to say anything. I know I have to be careful what I say also. But as soon as I can get into your country again, I would love to come to the event. 100% I would love to come to it. So just 
I'm happy I, I held out. That's all I'm going to say. But it's, I want to travel. <laughs> Anywho, so tell me where they can find you one more time and then tell us about the event, like dates for the event. It's in Texas. Yeah. So Danny Morel, D-A-N-N-Y-M-O-R-E-L, pretty much everywhere now. TikTok, it was not a thing for me. And all of a sudden it is a thing. Yeah. I found you there. Yeah. By the way, you TikTok people, you're a rough crowd. You. <laughs> they are. Oh, oh my God. But I love you. It's all good. I love you. And uh, dannymorell.com backslash discover. If you want to discover the ability that you have within yourself to heal mm. your to taste it. And then dannymorell.com backslash awaken. If you want to come and experience an immersive three-day event where all we are doing and working on is healing past traumas, awakening your ability to have abundance in every area of mm. your life, and helping you to, to truly connect to yourself in a way that you never even thought was possible. Mm. The most powerful event on planet earth. I will tell you that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you. I will let you know when it is all good. And uh, yeah, like this is a bond for life now. You're never getting rid of me. <laughs> no, we're having fun. We're awesome. Having- all right. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you later. Bye. Give me this recording. I'm going to put it I on will. my okay. 100%. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. A friendly reminder that as you hear and listen to these incredible stories of transformation in our podcast, what's drawing you and what's connecting to your heart and making you feel what you feel when you hear them is your future self. Because what you're actually listening to is your story. It's your story of transformation. After all, we're all one. So anything that someone else experiences resonates with you because you probably have experienced it as well. A breakthrough that someone else experiences is probably resonating with you because it's the breakthrough that you're ready to have yourself. All you need is a little bit of guidance and a little bit of courage to accept the guidance. And so we want to invite you to visit our website on morelglobal.com and click on the button that says help me with and you'll see how we can help you in either your business development or your personal development.